Hi, this is Jalen for Dobbs, where tire buying is easy. At GoToDobbs.com, shop brands, sizes, pricing, and our amazing deals. With 40-plus locations, get same-day install. For tires, it's Dobbs. For deals you can use, click on GoToDobbs.com now. This episode is supported by FX's Clipped, the scandalous story of the 2014 Clippers owner's racist remarks captured on tape and heard around the world. The series charts the tape's impact on a dysfunctional basketball organization striving to win against their reputation as the most cursed team in the league. Starring Lawrence Fishburne, Jackie Weaver, Cleopatra Coleman, and Ed O'Neill. FX's Clipped. Streaming June 4th, only on Hulu. Hi, I'm Dan for Dobbs Tire and Auto Centers, here to share the easiest way to buy tires. Come to Dobbs. With the best tire brands and the biggest inventory, you'll get your tires the same day at the lowest price, guaranteed. Next time you need tires, get into Dobbs. Hopefully Ben Heisler can help us make sense of some of these lines. Heis, we appreciate the time as always, man. How you doing today? What's happening, fellas? Good to be with you. Heis, ask who, uh, who lost another week okay. in our punishment. I wasn't even here do the I last have, two weeks. Do I, I was going to say, do I have to at this point? No, absolutely not. You know who it is. He's lost six times already. Five. It's five. Oh, sorry. That's a big difference. Five out of the eight. Listen, every week, every week, every losing week, every winning week, yes, you have to make sure that you keep the difference noticeable. So, yes, it's, it's understandable at this point. Yeah, it's gone poorly. Uh, we don't have to spend any more time on that. Heist, do you like a side <laughs> in this game tonight? Eagles minus 13 and a half on the road against the horrible atrocity of football that is the Houston Texans? Oh. <laughs> if there is a side, it's probably the Eagles, but only in the first half. They've been by far and away the best scoring team in the NFL in the first half. And then the second half, just because either they're bored or for whatever reason, the game just is not as compelling anymore. They kind of let teams hang around and you know that's cost them a couple wins against the spread over the course of the year. So right now they're anywhere between seven, seven and a half uh, in the first half against Houston. That's probably the side that I would go to. The over under is probably right. I'd maybe lean towards the under with Houston, not having uh, Brandon cooks tonight. Uh, I just don't know how they're going to be able to move the football because you're not going to be do you're not going to be doing it running the ball even with somebody as talented as Damian Pierce. Um, just feels like this is a game to either take the Eagles in the first half and feel comfortable about it, or, or grab a couple props along the way that uh, stack up a little bit better. So, Heiss, explain this spread that uh, BK just brought up coming into the break. The Green Bay Packers are only favored by three and a half points against the Detroit Lions. Well, because both teams are bad right now. Like what, Green Bay what? can't be that bad, Heiss. Oh, but they can. Have you have you seen what the Packers <laughs> look like right now? I mean, Von Miller, this is interesting. I don't know if you guys caught this clip, but Von Miller was on Richard Sherman's podcast uh, earlier this week. And, and Von, in that game against Green Bay on, on Sunday Night Football, basically went up to Aaron Rodgers and said, you guys are down a lot. Like, why are you, why are you not throwing the ball? And advised, I'm not going to say what he told me, uh, but it's basically an indication that he just doesn't trust anybody that he's throwing to. And then with Alan Lazard being out, uh, I, I think that kind of got brought up even further. Um, there, there's just a whole lot of issues right now with this team offensively. Aaron Jones right now is your, is your second uh, best receiver as far as actual receptions go. And your tight end and Robert Tunyon is leading the team. Like you're, you're missing through the first eight weeks of the season last year. I think Devonte Adams had 58 receptions on, on maybe 70 something targets. Um, right now your leading receiver is Robert Tunyon with 35. Mm. Uh, so now you're asking a Green Bay team that, that feels a bit broken offensively with the exception of their running game to go out and score points against the Lions team that 
has some playmakers on offense. Like DeAndre Swift is legit. Amon Ross St. Brown, legit. They don't have TJ Hawkinson anymore, but you can run the ball against Green Bay. They're second most as far as opponent yards allowed this year to running backs. So it's actually a reasonable spread. Lions at home where they've actually been better as a covering team this year uh, against the Packers team that's lost four straight and uh, don't look anywhere near the level of confidence that they probably should be going into a game against the Lions. Another game that I'm honed in on, uh, Heist, we're talking to Ben Heisler of Betsided here on 101 ESPN. Seahawks on the road at the Cardinals. I, uh, the NFC West this year has been very difficult to get a handle on in terms of the individual games against the spread in particular. I really like the Seahawks in this game. I think that they are the better team. It's only a two-point line in favor of Arizona. Where do you lean in this game? Everything tells you that the Seahawks are the right side, and yet this line hasn't continued to move more, and I, I kind of get the feeling like I'm about to walk into a trap. Um, <laughs> you, you know what I mean? Like It, it doesn't make sense. Uh, Seattle has been terrific defensively over the last several games. Geno Smith isn't turning the ball over. He's making great throws downfield. Uh, Kenneth Walker the third had a, a bit of a rough start last week, but eventually was able to break through uh, in their win against a good team in the Giants, although a team that has been overachieving throughout the course of the year. But the, the line has only moved a point or so since where it opened, and they opened at Arizona minus three. And you also have the trend for the Cardinals that they can't cover at home with the exception of that game against New Orleans. And this is right around the time that we start to see the, the Cliff Kingsbury, Kyler Murray fall off a cliff uh, that we've seen over the last few years. And, and for Kingsbury, that goes all the way back to his time at Texas Tech. You know, this second half of the year, he's terrible. Like in the Cardinals, for a team that was with the, had the best record in the NFL the first seven weeks last year, barely snuck into the postseason. So everything about this game tells me that Seattle's the right side and the right play. But the fact that the line hasn't moved anymore, I, I just don't know. I wanted to get the Seahawks at three before it moved down to two and a half and two. So what I did was I teased it. So for anybody that's unfamiliar with the teaser, you can take two teams, move the line six points in either direction. So now I, I have, I think, the Seahawks at plus eight and a half with the Bengals at uh, basically minus one. So that's kind of where I decided to go for that matchup in particular. I just, Seahawks are going to keep it close, but something feels weird about this game because everybody believes that the Seahawks are the better team here. Might as well throw the Dolphins in that teaser as well. Make them a, a money line favorite against yeah, your Bears. But, yeah, I, the, the, the play that I like in that game is actually a, a first half over, similar to what we were talking about before. Both the Dolphins and the Bears have two out of the three worst first half defenses oh. in total points allowed and in points per play. Good. Uh, they're they're really bad in the first half. And then conversely, like they fix things in the second half. Both of these teams are, are top six, top eight in second half defense. So I, I think that's probably the play that you can go. Bears obviously getting rid of Roquan Smith. You saw the uninspired effort after they got rid of Robert Quinn last week against the good Dallas offense. Um, and Justin Fields, Last couple of weeks, he's the quarterback three in fantasy. Uh, looks like they're starting to, to figure some things out offensively. And, and now you go ahead and trade for a guy like Chase Claypool. It's an indication that the Bears actually believe in, in what fields might represent for the future. So, yeah, you can go ahead and do that with Miami, make them a pick them at this point. But I, I always prefer to, to use teasers through lines of seven or three. That's where you really get the most value. So it's on the board. 
uh, if you want to throw that in there, but uh, probably not the direction that I would go. Hi, so I'm glad you brought up kind of the Bears in futures because I was just looking at this, and I'm not saying that I think it's going to happen, but the odds are plus 1,600 for the Bears to make the playoffs. And uh, the only reason I'm bringing this up is because of the trade that they did and because of how awful the NFC seems to be. Uh, are there any futures that you look at post-trade deadline and feel like that might be something to jump on? That's a really interesting question. What I, what I found the most interesting about the trade deadline, uh, I don't know if you guys follow John Ewing, uh, who's a great follow on Twitter, especially if you're looking for, for betting trends and nuggets. Um, you know, long time at, at Action Network now works for BetMGM. But he basically indicated that despite all the moves from the trade deadline, the only team that actually saw their futures odds go up was the Baltimore Ravens. Uh, from, I think, plus 1,600 to plus 1,400. Um, that was the only team that moved, including the Miami Dolphins, at 30 to 1. You know, other books moved them, but, but BetMGM uh, was one that didn't. Now, you can look at FanDuel. You can look at some of the other books and see where they are. Definitely use FanDuel. No, DraftKings. DraftKings <laughs> yeah, no, 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 no. In, in fact, you know, we, we love FanDuel here. Uh, <laughs> FanDuel is, is wonderful. It's a great boost. Um, but I, I would say Miami is certainly piquing my interest a team that's right now 18-1 to 1 to win the AFC, uh, because you don't make the moves that Miami makes unless you believe you're fully all in. And if they can shore up some of their issues, especially in the pass rush, their, their secondary is good. They just haven't performed to the level that they're accustomed to. But if you can generate some pressure, which I think is going to help make a major difference for the secondary, like that's a team that could make some noise and can outscore anybody. In the AFC, like they can go head to head with Kansas City, they can go head to head with Buffalo. Problem is, they're not going to stop either of those two teams. But all of a sudden, if you get a pass rush, that cornerback play and the play in the safety position is going to be much, much better. And now you're looking at a Dolphins team that is very, very dangerous offensively from all different levels. Again, they're they're going to be big underdogs, but thirty to one for a team that's fully all in, that's got a ton of talent on both sides of the ball. I really don't hate the play as far as the future goes. He's Ben Heisler. Find his work over at BetSide, and you should be following him on Twitter if you're not doing so already. At Benny Heis. Ben, we appreciate the time as always, man. We'll talk with you again next week. All right, fellas. Let's, let's try to get a, a non-losing week out of you, BK. Yeah. Let's, let's see if we can fix that. That was a good one, Heis. <laughs> been, been trying that for a while. I've been trying that for five weeks, guys. and you can't do it. To be your best every day, you need proven quality sleep every night. Science proves your best sleep is vital to your mental, emotional, and physical health. And that's where the sleep number bed comes in. And let me tell you, ever since I've had it, my sleep IQ score is just going higher and higher. And did you know 8 out of 10 couples say that one of them sleeps too hot or too cold? Science tells us regulating your sleep temperature leads to higher quality sleep. For many couples, temperature struggles are a real challenge. So here are some tips to help you both sleep just right. Look for beds designed with temperature benefits such as the new Sleep Number Climate 360 Smart Bed that actively warms and cools each side so you both sleep blissfully comfortable. And now save 40% on the Sleep Number 360 Special Edition Smart Bed. Plus, special financing for a limited time. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com slash podcast one. Sleep Number the official sleep and wellness partner of the National Football League. Subject to credit approval, minimum monthly payments required. See sleepnumber.com for details.